0: Welcome to the Think Like a Musician podcast. This show will teach you the time management skills you need to be joyful, productive, and fulfilled in all areas of life. You're going to learn a completely unique and innovative approach to managing your crazy, busy life. I'm a lifelong musician, so you're going to hear a musician's creative and intuitive system for time management and work-life balance. We'll discuss time management, work-life balance, goal-setting, inspiration, creativity, peak performance, and living your purpose. I want to help you live your life like it's a masterpiece. I'm a life coach, professional speaker, productivity expert, and your host, Scott Snow. All right, something important's about to start. Episode 88 of our podcast, Think Like a Musician. Today's show is called Journaling, How to Have an Attitude of Gratitude. So today we're going to talk about how journaling is so important to creativity, wellness, and just having a positive attitude. It really, there's so many benefits to journal writing, and I suggest that you have a start a daily habit of journaling. Now for a while, you know, for my whole life, I've been journaling. And I'm going to share a little excerpt from when I was 11 years old my journal. But through the years I've done, you know, writing in a journal, like a physical book or typing in the computer. And then I moved to an audio journal for a while, where I just recorded myself talking and blabbing. And then now I've gotten back to uh, typing in my laptop. So there's all kinds of different ways of journaling. And I, I just think it it provides the engine for your creativity. Here's my journal from 1982. And I wanna read you a couple little excerpts. One is my first concert, the Ted Nugent concert. When I came home from school, guess what? I got in the mail, Ted Nugent autograph. I got a picture and a little magazine and a rock buck. Pretty good timing, eh? Tonight, I'm going to see Ted Nugent in concert, all in caps. After a while, we went to Grammys, and Dad picked me up at the concert. A group called Crocus was first, and they were great. So that's what I have from my Ted Nugent concert. Here's a little about the great drummer Buddy Rich, when I saw him on June 10th, Thursday, 1982. At Grammys, we ate supper. Then me and Jimmy drove to pick up and I don't even know who that is, but we maybe Jimmy's girlfriend at the time. But then we went to Boston to see Buddy Rich and Louis Belson. We saw a lot of bums and drunks. We got lost and stuck in traffic. Finally, we got there. Buddy was awesome O S S U M. He hits every part of the drum like a blur. He did a roll with his right hand and played cymbals with his left. The other guy played double bass. He was awesome too. They did a drum finale and it was wicked awesome. We drove to Grammys. I slept on the way and went to bed at 1215, GTB, going to bed. I also had a baseball game that day and we lost 14 to 10 to the Marlboro airport baseball team. So that's a little blast from the past. But when you're approaching journaling, one tip is to always go a level deeper. You know, an example might be, you know, I brought the kids fishing and we had fun. Now, if you look a little bit deeper, there must have been some more interesting things that happened, some moments. So you got to focus in, put on that lens and focus in like like a magnifying glass. And a couple examples might be that there was a huge bass we were trying to catch at my brother-in-law's lake, and we named him Brutus. And three times they caught him, but then the line snapped or he got away. And finally, we got him. So this drama of Brutus would be something that's great for a journal entry. Another example is that we went swimming a couple of houses down with a guy. He has his own little pond. And I was chatting with the guy, and he said that he used to fish for stripers right at the ocean on the beach. And he would catch him. He already had wasabi in his tackle box. He would fillet the fish and have some sushi right on the beach. You can't get any more fresh than that. So that's a cool little story. Interesting. Also, when I fished with my sons, we always brought a clear Tupperware bin and filled it half with water. And then whenever we caught a kiver or sunfish, we would just, we would yell, toss them in the pot. (laughs) So that became the fun phrase of the day. So these are great things to capture in your journal. Another example, more recently, we went to the West End Creamery for a big fall celebration day, and they had a corn maze, which we went through. It was pretty cool. I kept thinking I was in the shining though. And, you know, the next day I just said we were at the creamery and we went in the corn maze. But then as I started to think about a little bit more and dissect the event, I realized that it made an impression on me sitting out when we finally got out, we were just sitting on the grass outside the exit of the corn maze. And then I started watching everyone that was coming out and everyone's reaction was different. Some were relieved, some were happy, some were, you know, ambivalent about it. Some even said, let's take a picture of us coming out of it. And you know how, so it was really experiencing how everyone handled uh, getting out of the corn maze in one piece. There's a life coach and author named Laura Zeeland, and I think she has a really a, a creative approach to journaling, and she has a whole method about it. Pretty interesting. It's called Author Your Life, and in her approach, you see yourself as a character in a story of your own making, so you're the hero of your story, and you always write about yourself in the third person. You welcome stillness and reflection. And say yes to being the hero of your own story. Now, you would write yourself into your story as you know, having everything you want. And she has a system here of happy h a p p e h standing for handwriting. If you write your journal by hand, it slows down your brain, lets you stew in the moment a little bit more, be more reflective. So she might write, she sits in her beach house in Hawaii. For A, she, you should write as if. So this is, you know, sitting in the beach house in Hawaii, like I just said. My writing is a little messy here. P, perspective. That's where you write in the third person. The next P is positive. So she eats healthy instead of she doesn't eat junk food. Focus on the what is she actually doing in the positive. And E is emotions. You know, you could close your eyes after writing and experience the emotions that you had. She says, give yourself permission to allow imagination in your journal. And start with yourself as the hero, having an ideal day and apply all the five senses. So that's a great way to start what's a perfect day for you and you're the hero of your story and make it big happy unbirthday in alice in wonderland the great book by lewis carroll he was talking about how you know you celebrate your birthday once a year but what about the other 364 days those are unbirthdays so he says celebrate them too happy unbirthday day <laughs> so You can celebrate these small, tiny things every day in your journal. Now we talk about science a bit here. Negativity bias is something in our, in our brains that are hardwired to focus more on the negative than the positive. In fact, our brains are five times more likely to focus on negative emotions and experiences and memories than the positive. So in a daily journal, you can start to train your brain to balance out your natural predisposition towards the negative. So for every negative experience, you need to have five positive ones to balance out the feelings. And by celebrating these small accomplishments, one of the effective ways, and this is a very effective way to bolster your positive feelings and overall happiness. Gertrude Stein had an experience where she had a great insight from a very basic experience. Pretty cool. She was listening to her poodle dog, lap water, and she had a flash of insight. She said, the difference between sentences and paragraphs is that paragraphs are emotional, sentences are not. And she got that from listening to her poodle lapping water. That's genius. And I'm going to really think about that difference too, because that could change your writing. Paragraphs are emotional. Sentences are not emotional. Hmm. So obviously, the sentences with your observations and statements build up to have a cumulative effect of the whole paragraph, where the paragraph is emotional as a build up of all these other smaller parts. Interesting. There was a Harvard study that said people who spent 15 minutes at the end of the day reflecting on lessons they learned performed 23% better than those who didn't. And studies have shown that self-reflection can help you become happier, more productive, and less burned out. Kind of reminds me of my business Think Like a Musician and my core values of this business to be joyful, productive, and fulfilled. From the magazine, Real Simple, comes a few studies. Creativity comes from finding different things to do and different ways to do them. Employees who find ways to be innovative at work score, on average, seven years younger on physical functioning questionnaires. So they're a lot more healthy and they assess themselves as being more healthy in their body because they're creative and innovative. This is a study from 2007 in Austin, Texas by Dr. John Murawski. Another study involves women who wrote down three positive events that were job related or otherwise at the end of each workday for several weeks. They experienced a decrease in stress, decrease in headaches, decrease in back pain. And this is from the Academy of Management. The Academy of Management Journal 2013. And in this, you have to write not only what happened that was positive, but why. So an example, my boss complimented my report because she appreciates the effort I put in. And women who participated experienced greater detachment and decreased stress as well. Now, of course, you want to have meaning and purpose with your job, but you don't want to have too much of your identity locked into your occupation. Finding meaning in your work is necessary for happiness, but if you have too much of your identity attached to your job, you might be exposed to more stress from work. This is a study from 1995 from Michael Frone. You've got to find a job that gives you purpose and pride, but remember, your job doesn't define you. There are equally important roles that you play that make up your identity, and this is all about the roles. And this is from Dan Ariely from Wall Street Journal. Have you heard the phrase Kaizen, which is from Japanese business innovation, and it means continuous improvement. Toyota was the great company that its turnaround was based on Kaizen, the approach of continually improving. So I read an article from a efficiency consultant for Toyota and he was his wife took his approach and made a spreadsheet of the time spent in all the different roles and over the course of a year they did this spreadsheet analysis and they realized they could see when they were happiest and more more content they saw the numbers of you know the hours spent with friends or spent with family or you know things that really rejuvenated them so their goal wasn't, you know, increase quality or profits like Toyota. It was happiness, which is tougher to track. But each day they gave an overall rating, one to 10 of each day, in terms of happiness. So a pretty interesting exercise to try. In fact, on my website, thinklikeamusician.org, on the resources page, I'll put a worksheet that can be very helpful. And this is called the time tracker. And it goes through a typical day, 24 hours, in 15-minute increments, and you can log how many minutes, how many hours you're spending in each different role. One great element in journal writing is to talk about images and pictures in your words. This really helps communicate your vision and your experience more clearly. Nito Cobain is a speaker, Hall of Fame, professional speaker that I really like. I listened to some of his tapes, and he talks a lot about this, using imagery in, in your speeches. So here's an example of a toy company that has a good example with images and a poor example that doesn't have any pictures or images at all. First, the bad version. Our toys will be enjoyed by all of our customers. That gives no pictures to, to describe and to think about in your head. Here's the example with the pictures. Our toys will make wide-eyed kids laugh and proud parents smile. So now you've got two images that are reinforcing that point. The wide-eyed kids you can see in your mind's eye and also the proud parents smiling. I stumbled across another great example of speaking with pictures and this, this is really uh, Nails home your expression. Norm Macdonald is uh, we just lost Norm Le- we just lost Norm Macdonald, the great comic, and I stumbled across one of his quotes that really has some great imagery that reinforced this idea of speaking with images and pictures. He said, "I can see that my life since SNL has been a full sprint." trying with all my might to outrun the wolves of irrelevancy snapping at my heels. <laughs> he really had a way with words. I miss Norm. Well, I hope this episode has convinced you to try a daily journal in whatever way, if it's an audio journal or a written journal with a physical book or on your computer. And as a little tip, you can always make a Microsoft Word document with a password because I think everybody should be able to have their own personal thoughts and not have anybody get to it. So you can really express anything that you want to talk about. So start a daily journal and follow my podcast if you have any questions. I can certainly help you in life coaching if you contact me through my website and get you on a plan to have a daily creative journal. And I can help you identify all the roles you play so you can start to lay the groundwork for living a masterpiece life. We'll see you next time. Visit thinklikeamusician.org for more information on how we can help you and your team with peak performance, time management, and work-life balance. We offer coaching, trainings, and workshops that will empower you to be joyful, productive, and fulfilled in all areas of life. Visit thinklikeamusician.org.